0: Hi, I'm Dennis, and uh, welcome back to the Serious Shift Blogcast. My home is being uh, renovated, and I thought it was a suitable uh, backdrop for today's blog, which is a special request for our friend Dana in Colorado, who emailed me and said, God, I could use a blog on innovation and the challenges of getting yourself unstuck. So Dana, this one's for you. Um, For everybody listening or watching, Here's my two questions. Number one, how do you identify your constraints? How do you identify the true constraints in your business? My second question is, how do you solve them? And are you solving them? Or as you will see, are you actually managing them? And there is a difference. So here it goes. Um, I wanna start by giving you a nice little analogy. I want you to imagine you're driving along the highway and there's four lanes of traffic and it's it's just smooth, okay? Everything is fantastic. You are in the furthest left lane, the fast lane here in North America. Things are great. But you notice, you know, you look over and you say, you realize way over there in the far right lane, things are slowing down. The traffic is noticeably slower than where you are. And you look up ahead and you can see that a car is pulled over in the right-hand lane and it's causing trouble. The far right, right lane is now is now slowing and it's, it's slowly coming into the second most right lane. Right now, they're having to slow down. Everybody, as we approach this this traffic constraint is affected. You're over here in the left lane and suddenly now you're slowing down. And certainly you have now three lanes, everybody shifting to the left, everybody impeding the next person. Right? And it's not just a time penalty. It's a frustrator. Maybe, maybe some of these people are in a rush and they can't be late. Right? And they're like, Oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. This is terrible and awful and brutal. Okay. Well, the good news for traffic constraints is that they're really easy to solve. The constraint is easy to identify. It's a 4,000 pound automobile with blinking lights on it. (laughs) It's easy. And solving the problem is easy too. It's cumbersome and annoying, but we just gotta get a tow truck there to, to pull the thing away and traffic will be restored. Order and flow is restored virtually instantly, right? So now that's a constraint that's a traffic problem. The challenge for you is that constraints in your business are as devastating, right? Imagine there's people that go into work every day and every day they pray there isn't a traffic accident in their, in their business, in their office. They hope that for, there's no stalled car or problem that, that, they, that they now have to manage, right? Oh, tremendous anxiety of having constraints in your business, terrible. Okay, so the question becomes, when you have a constraint, how do you solve it? How do you ensure you're not just managing the symptoms? Because in a traffic, to use this, continue this analogy, what we do is we would add another lane. It's constraint, well, we need a fifth lane, okay? In your business, it's often, uh, we need another person. We need a new role, we need to change the staff, we need to bring in new training, new software, we need more, we need to take action on this. So So the first part here is, do you want to identify the real constraint? Ask why. Ask the question, why? What's the problem? And I'll use myself as an example. Um, the problem is uh, we don't have a good... Dennis doesn't have a good call to action after his speaking engagements. There's not enough interest in us after he's finished talking. Oh, well, why? Well, I, you know, the susp- we think it's his call to action. We His call to action is terrible. It's not it's not a good call to action. Jeez, that doesn't make any sense. Why? Well, you know, I heard it the other week. Uh, you know, I've listened to it a few times and... Um, it's just, it's just his call to action isn't really aligned anymore with what we actually do. Oh, well, why? Well, you know, well, we've shifted in this and he's aware of it, but yeah, his call to action is still a little out of date. Okay, well, why is that? Well, because we haven't got together and had a big corporate meeting and talked about all of these things in, in too long. Well, why? Well, because we're really, really busy and everybody's chasing their tail around just trying to get these big projects done. Why? Well, because we don't, we take on more work than we should sometimes because of such and such. Well, why? Well, because, right? And you can see what I've just done. I started at, we don't have a good call to action, and I ended at, we don't have good corporate communication. (laughs) Right? What's the real constraint? If you can track that all the way down just by asking one question, why, why, why? You can actually solve the constraint. And it won't just fix the one symptom, it'll fix a whole bunch of them that you're not even aware of. Everything will move in what Tom and I refer to as flow, okay? Okay, the second thing I want to say is, and slow down. Listen to people talk about what happens to them, specifically business will say, when they have a constraint. They'll talk about how they're working really hard. Oh, I'm working really hard. We're trying to get this thing done. We're It's like, why is it such a circus? Like, what's what's going on over there? I was like, what are you doing to solve it? Oh, I'm working at night. Well, we brought in another person. We've temporarily hired a student, an intern to work us in the summer. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've, I've sacrificed a holiday. I'm putting in extra time. So do you see what I'm, what I'm hearing is more. We have a constraint. So I'm forcing it. I've added a lane, a fifth lane, more hours, more commitment of my own. Okay. Don't do that. Stop. The rules of surviving being lost in the wilderness are the following. Rule number one, I'm lost in the wilderness. Okay, rule number one, stop. (laughs) Don't go get more lost. Don't get more lost. Stop. The very moment you stop, you improve your situation measurably. Number two, build shelter. Yeah, psychologically and emotionally, just having a place to call your own, even when you're lost in the woods, a pile of sticks to live under, is very good for you. Get shelter. Number three is find water. Number four is find food. It's the same thing with your business. I'll talk to someone on the phone after I speak because I don't have a problem with people not <laughs> being interested. I'll chat with somebody and they'll, they will have just confessed to me that they're running a bit of a sideshow of a business that is a little flying apart at the seams, a circus as I like to say, and then they'll say, you know, yeah, so given all of that, I don't, I don't know if there's room under the big top, so to speak, for another act. You know, for yet more commitment. And I always assure them right away. say, no, 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 no. Tom's not going to get you doing more. He's going to get you doing less almost immediately. He's going to, at the very least, slow you down. Stop. Then build some shelter. Then we're going to reestablish flow. We're going to slow you down to the point where you get some comfort. Then we're going to identify these true constraints that we're going to help you identify or you can help. You can identify on your own. Yeah. Yeah. Then we're going to implement a solution and then we're going to do something really amazing. We're going to measure it (laughs) and see if we actually solved it. Did we improve it? Good. What can we do? Second pass. How can we improve it even more? Ask, ask why chase down that specific constraint. Slow yourself down and measure it, okay? That's it. That's how you identify a constraint, but it's critically important and I'm telling you, I've been doing this for a really long time. Most people never identify the real constraints. That's part of our job is helping them do that. Generally speaking, they come to us with symptoms and and we have to trace that system in to find the actual constraint. Identify it, slow down, implement a solution and measure it. That's how it's done, okay? So as always everybody, thank you so very much for your attention means a lot and I uh, I will see you again and I hope you're having a great day wherever you are. Thank you and thank you Dana for the inspiration for the blog. Take care everyone. Cheers.